0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in to You Have a Cool Job, episode number 37. From Peterson's, I'm Taylor Sienkiewicz, and you're listening to a podcast highlighting those who took their profession in a unique direction and what they did to get there. On this week's episode of You Have a Cool Job, we talk to a person who works with brides, celebrities, actors, and even students who soak up her knowledge of beauty and color. Brittany Chambers is a makeup artist, hairstylist, educator, and founder of Fluff, a beauty salon in Denver. Brittany explained how beauty was actually her plan B, although it definitely ties in with her original career plan.
1: I originally wanted to be a professional ballerina, and my junior year of high school, I broke my shin bone, so I needed to change Careers, so to speak, um, like thought process in high school, and um, in all of my ballet companies and performances, I was the one always helping everyone fix their hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. My aunt owns owned a bunch of hair salons in um, San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, and my high school at the time offered where like your junior and senior year, you could do half of your school day at school, so like your basic subjects, and then the remaining school day, you could either take college courses or a trade, such as beauty school, you could go to mechanic school, Mm -hmm. um, that type of stuff. So my GPA qualified me and I went to beauty school.
0: Nice, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And then how did your career kind of take off from there? Where did fluff come into the picture?
1: Uh, fluff came into the picture only about eight years ago mm-hmm. um my show in los angeles sort of wrapped up and i was ready for something different my husband was originally from boulder los angeles is a lot of fun mm-hmm. um i it'll always have a dear part in my heart because it's originally yeah. where i'm from and my sisters and family they all live over there um but the lifestyle wasn't in alignment with what I was wanting for my life anymore. Mm, So I created Fluff and moved out here. Brittany
0: has worked with a lot of clients that are notoriously difficult. And based on her description of the process, you can understand why people would get antsy. I asked her how she's learned to navigate this and deliver a product and experience that her customers are happy with.
1: When I moved out to LA, um, I really didn't have any, quote, wedding experience. My experience was, um, providing a great experience for the celebrity clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the salons that I worked at. Um, it's the, the colleagues that I had associated myself throughout my career. So I decided to put my skill set and create a wedding program. Mm -hmm. And um, all of the weddings I had been in or had worked on in Los Angeles or had friends and colleagues um, be a part of, they start hair, you have to start hair and makeup at like six in the morning. Mm -hmm. And you're in hair and makeup for five to six hours and there's maybe like two or three artists working on 10 girls. And for me, that just didn't make sense. a, that didn't sound like a good time for me. <laughs> right. Um, and then B, it just didn't seem like it was taking into a, a, an account of the, the guest experience. Like, yeah. You know, from the client perspective. It's not that efficient. To, it's not efficient. Yeah. And honestly, someone has to be the one that goes first. Mm-hmm. And so you are that first person is take, getting the short end of the stick, but paying the same price. And... By the time beauty's wrapped up, they've pretty much have lived in their hair and makeup for a day, mm-hmm. you know, or looking at five hours, and so that's sort of where I revisited how the beauty portion of the day works for weddings. And Mm -hmm. that's how I created my wedding program. Okay. So how Mm -hmm. does yours work differently then? Um, We staff based on how many guests are having hair and makeup services. Mm -hmm. The ideal time frame for beauty really is between two to three hours for hair and makeup. Anything longer just takes too much time. Mm -hmm. It becomes boring, antsy, people become unhappy with their final look right? um, and you feel more like cattle being herded through the system Mm -hmm. than um, being taken care of. Right. Yeah. Okay. Great. So you guys just try
0: to focus on one person at a time it sounds like.
1: Yeah. So if there's, um, for example, if we're hosting at our salon, if there are eight guests receiving hair and makeup. There are eight artists Mm -hmm. on that team. Right, okay, great. So, um,
0: and I'm sure that people have very specific ideas of what they want, so how do you kind of translate what people are telling you that they want for their hair and makeup into real life?
1: Yeah, that is probably, I wanna say in general with the beauty industry for hair and makeup, For all artists, that's Mm -hmm. our hardest, our biggest struggle. We love pictures, Mm -hmm. but even through a picture, oftentimes, just because you show me a picture of Jennifer Aniston, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're going to look like her. Right. (laughs) You'll still look like you. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is like the biggest hurdle for any artist to sort of communicate with that guest and have that strong consultation with the guest on when they show a picture like for makeup, really looking at the pictures that they've shown you and hopefully they're somewhat similar if they're all over the place you kind of have to say okay well for this one um, what do you like about this particular look and you sort of have to peel back the layers mm-hmm. and um, figure out like what it is that they like also asking them you know if you were to get ready to go out on a date with you know Brad Pitt mm-hmm. how would you wear your hair and makeup um, especially for weddings you want to feel comfortable in your look it's not a photo shoot mm-hmm. and a lot of like these Instagram pictures are more editorial style hair and makeup for the they're, it's done for the picture for the right. image. Um, and not so much in real life. So if you got the Instagram browse, you may feel a little uncomfortable in real life. We'll get back to Brittany's story right after this.
0: Are you searching for the right college, grad school, or trade school to fit your needs? Or are you studying for those entrance exams you need a good score on? Peterson's has you covered. With advanced college and scholarship search functions, test prep for everything from the SAT to the MCAT to the firefighter exams, and tons of free resources on our blog, Petersons helps you find, get in, and pay for school. Plus, much more. Visit Petersons.com today. And now, back to the show. Brittany doesn't actually work with a lot of Instagram models. Trust me, I asked. But Brittany explained who her main clients are, which varies depending on the season and day of the week. During
1: the week, our main clientele, we do a ton of balayage. Okay. So during the week, it's lots of color and balayage and dimensional yeah. color um, techniques. And then during the weekend, it's our morning time pretty much is fully committed with, um, weddings Mm -hmm. and special event hair and makeup. And then we roll in generally around like the two o'clock hour into coloring. Okay. Mm -hmm. With blowouts and makeup intermixed. Okay. Gotcha. So it's all Mm -hmm. across the board. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And then I was seeing that you have taught color techniques. Yeah. How is that experience for you?
1: Um, it's really fun. I love educating, um, Right now, I'm an educator for the color line, Alter Ego Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just fun to go into other salons and get to know other hairstylists and other colorists, see what they're doing, um, what's working for them, what's not working for them, and then offer some new techniques that they can add into their portfolio. Ultra um, Ego Italy, it's an Italian color line, so all of their techniques are Italian and European-based, which can be really fun for us Americans.
0: The beauty industry is obviously different than a lot of other fields in terms of where people work, how trends influence the industry, and what makes a successful beauty professional. Brittany shares what she enjoys about the beauty world.
1: My favorite thing about the beauty industry is it's always changing. It is never the same day, it's never the same person, your canvas, it's not a... a, um, a piece of paper that you're drawing on and you can revisit it's someone with feelings and that is my favorite part is it something that's alive that you're creating on and figuring out tapping into almost their soul and figuring out how they feel beautiful and try to draw that out more and make them feel more confident mm-hmm. um, especially for women If we're feeling our luck that day and we're feeling pretty, which is unique to every single person, totally. our confidence just, it goes through the roof. We literally feel like we can achieve anything. Um, it's easier for us to make eye contact and make decisions. And, um, I like that part of the beauty industry and it's unique to every single person. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure you always strive to make everyone love what the yes. outcome is, but what are some of, I guess the best and the worst experiences you've had?
1: I guess the best is naturally when they love you know what you've mm-hmm. created right. um, cause you're as an artist you like any artist you're literally giving a live person a piece of you mm-hmm. and it's your work on someone that's gonna go out and wear it every single day yeah. it's not being hung up in like a museum or that type right. of thing um, so that I think for me that's the best mm-hmm. um It gets sticky and tricky when a guest is unhappy with the final outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, we always want to work with that guest to achieve a look that they do like. Mm -hmm. I guess that the only time that it becomes hard is when the guest isn't interested in working with the artist Mm -hmm. in... um, Fixing whatever it is that they are unhappy with, or making an adjustment with whatever it is that they're unhappy with, mm-hmm. that would be, I think, the hardest part of our right. job. When they're just like, we're done, and yeah, wants to leave. Or they don't. We don't even know that they're unhappy.
0: Right. Yeah. Which I'm sure comes up a lot. I mean, yeah, I'm that same type of personality where I would be like, it's fine. I know.
1: <laughs> and um, we always talk about like, how can we encourage a guest to. Find the courage within themselves to say, "I'm unhappy, and this is what I don't like about it. Can you fix it?" Right. Uh, we would rather hear that than read it in a in, um, you know a review. Right. Or um, have you never come back? We want you to love your look. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it were I'm not able to achieve it, um, all of us. Professionals, if they are a true professional and love their craft, they will find another artist that can achieve or make the adjustment that you're looking for. And it's not ego driven or, you know, knock on us or we would be upset with you. Like, yeah. like, okay, I understand now what it is that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. This isn't my area of expertise, but let me go grab a colleague of mine and they will be able to give this for you. Thank right. you for letting me know. I'll be right yeah. back. Totally. Yeah. In an industry that's constantly changing, I actually...
0: Brittany how she runs her business and how much time she spends on her business versus as a beauty artist.
1: I would say right now it is I spend I almost want to say it's like a hundred percent of both Mm -hmm. and that's the hardest part of um, it's called working behind the chair Mm -hmm. and then running the business so I still doing the work of hair and makeup is a lot more fulfilling for me than paperwork of course
0: right (laughs) that's what you want to be doing yes Mm -hmm.
1: so that is my constant struggle is to grow my business and to make it what I want it to be and to inspire my team to achieve um growth and greatness and, um, you know, see them achieve their goals, I have to work on the business. Right. But to fulfill my own soul and self- for selfish purposes, I need to work in it as well.
0: Right. And I mean, you're the one who created it. It's supposed to be somewhat in your image. So yes. you'll want to be involved in it as well. Right. Um, and then in terms of just these careers that would be, that would use a trade school, like cosmetology or something. I feel like that's something that a lot of high schoolers don't really consider. Like everyone's just looking at these four-year universities. So how would you, I guess, inspire somebody to at least look at these other options that are available for somebody with a passion like yours was?
1: I think that... The first step I want to say, I have learned so much and um, my vision and my thinking has been brought in so much by traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, The American culture, because we're so new, still America, we're such a baby, we're very much still like in the box, got to achieve and these are the systems we're using to achieve X, Y, Z. In Europe, they utilize trade schools all the time. Um, and in fact, they encourage, you know, the younger kids that are graduating, they don't call it high school, I forget what they call it, um, to take a year off and to go travel and not and not to immediately jump into university or a trade school and really figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So I always recommend that. But... Um, Trade school is just as, has just as important and just as big of a value as college. And I think a lot of people here, maybe in um, the U.S., get hung up on college. Mm -hmm. But beauty school is hard. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You have to take a test. You have to get your license. Mm -hmm. um, You have to figure out learn the safe and sanitary way of doing everything. And then once you've obtained your license, you still don't really know how to do hair and makeup or how to have like a good solid consultation with that guest and how to service your guests when you have to assist someone that knows what they're doing to figure out the nitty-gritty of the salon industry. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just as difficult as going to college and Mm I mean, I think it's the best. Yeah, the best no career and industry mm-hmm. choice. But you have to have a lot of passion for it. I want to say, in the beauty industry, two percent end up truly making this a um, a financially rewarding career. Mm-hmm. And that two percent is because they have a dedication to looking at it like a business mm-hmm. um, and not so artsy fartsy.
0: Brittany knows the balance of art and business that play into beauty, which is what has allowed her to be successful. We hope you're inspired by Brittany's story to strike your balance too. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.